Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast is Howard Drescher. All right, welcome. Welcome to a special Monday edition of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, it's DistractedDB, and you can listen to the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. Okay, thanks to KTLA today, I have two stories that are horrific. They are so tragic. I have a message, special message for the city of Lakewood. That's coming up in just a little bit. Also, the top, top story from the previous show, that's coming up. And I got a congratulations from about three or four people. Uh, last week's show, they found no mistakes in my show. I probably did one or two already, but that's just me. I try to at least get one or two shows a month with no mistakes at all. So if I make one today, well, I'm coming toward the end of the month soon, and I think I'm pretty entitled to those mistakes. And I know I appreciate everyone who sends me the DMs or the IMs, or just contacting me by email, letting me know that, hey, you made a mistake when you said this, you stuttered over your words, you ran over your intro, you went over your outro, and whatever the case might be. I appreciate that, but I'm just me. I am not, I am not no professional. I don't get paid millions of dollars to do this. I don't have a crack staff anymore. Pretty much everybody has ventured out to their own, Katie is down in San Diego, uh, and pretty much she was my driving force of what I do. I do have my wife who helps me out from time to time. I have my son who helps me out from time to time, but they're busy doing their own things. So I kind of nestle in on my own little nest here and kind of do my own thing. Uh, do I need people probably to help me out? Yeah, but I'm kind of content right now with what I do because also I do have another job. And I want to focus on that. But the more and more I focus on my other job, kind of lacks luster on this show. And, and I apologize for that. I will try to pay more attention or even amount of attention to my normal job. And plus these shows, which I know 
are very important to a lot of people because there's a lot of people that don't even know how many people are dying. Uh, just like the other day, I happened to see in, uh, on those drive-by little boards as you where they post those cigarettes or they post the, I um, uh, forgot the name of the things, but they post like Caltrans reports. Uh, if there's a, 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 an abduction of a child or something like that, they post, okay, young child abducted by father, vehicle number, and a license plate where they flash those on the streets uh, or on the highways as you're driving down. You'll be able to find them. You'll see them. If you happen to catch the license plate, you pull up beside the guy. You go, hey, you know what? You need to return a child. Those signs I happened to see the other day, 3,215 deaths in California due to high-speed driving slow down 300 or 3215 that was the number that i saw and i saw that sign at least seven eight times before i actually got to read the whole message because i try to stay focused on the road i see something okay 3300 3215 uh deaths okay next one i'll okay i'll go down and see those those signs are kind of informative. They're letting you know kind of what's going on on how many deaths in, just in California alone, 3,215, okay? That's just since January. You're looking at from January to here we are in mid-March, a little ways to past March, and you have that many deaths. So you times that, if you times that by three, okay, uh, then that's like... 6,600 and, and something. You times it again and again. By the end of the year, you'll have a pretty high total. I didn't map it out, and I just thought of that just now, but I figured you guys that listen to my show, you guys are probably more proficient at math than I am, but you get the point. And what I'm trying to say here is that we need to take a look at, hey, slow down, because it's starting to be, a pandemic okay in a way it is a pandemic people are losing their lives each and every day and i have two stories here that talk about that and people are either high they're drunk they have some kind of substance in their body and they drive down the road and they either rear-end people at an at intersection or they run crosswalks, they run red lights, and innocent people are dying that should not be dying. And I, I've reached out to the DMV to try to see if I can talk with the head cheese of uh, the DMV here in California. I got no response yet, but... I will continue to treat, try to reach out to them to see if I can get somebody on the air to let me know how do we fix this problem? How, to, how do we, one, address it civilly or, you know, you know conscientiously, I guess I should say, where it's, it's a civil conversation. That's what I'm trying to say. Hey, this is a problem. This is what we see that's happening. How do you see it? Okay, now how are we going to affix it? 
How do we address fixing the problem? Then how do we go about fixing the problem and getting it done without offending anybody, really? Because apparently no matter what you do, you are going to offend somebody along the way. Somebody doesn't like, oh, well, I have to stop at a stop sign. Are you crazy? Uh, no right on reds. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I remember when that first came out. No right on reds. People were acting all sorts of crazy. They were getting tickets left and right. They were doing whatever they wanted to do. And that's just how it was. How do we fix the problem? Because too many people are dying. Too many people are just in their own little bubble. They're in their own little world. And I know I talk about this each and every week. But until you can sit down for one night, one night, that's all I'm asking. If you can sit down for one night and you can take and watch the news, whether it be your local news or your national news, from 5 o'clock until midnight, you catch any one of those and they're not talking about a hit and run, a DUI, a car crash, whether it's crashing into a home, a bakery, a store, into another body, then maybe we can do something. But until then, we have a serious problem, and I am still calling it a pandemic behind the wheel. And until then, we get it straight. That's how I see it, and as far as I'm concerned, that's how it's going to be. Coming up, we're going to have the top story from the previous show. All right, coming up, we're going to have the top story from the previous show. And quite honestly, to tell you the truth, I'm quite shocked. But then again, I'm not shocked in this story. Uh, we had a story from ABC7 out here in Los Angeles. We had WJXY or WJXT4. Okay. And we also had from our top story from our last week, which I don't understand how. Anyone could let this happen. And now it's time for the top story from the previous show. All right, the top story from the previous show comes from WBIR Channel 10 out in Nashville. A family is grieving and they want answers. Questions needed to be answered in Nashville. How a 10-year-old boy, or a 13-year-old boy, I'm sorry, a 13-year-old boy got behind a wheel, was involved in a hit and run, and still fled the scene and ended up smashing in, crashing his car, or that car that he stole, or probably got a hold of somehow, ended up killing a 71-year-old man who just went to the hardware store to check out some replacement parts for the vehicle he was working on. And again, this story comes from WBIR Channel 10 out in Nashville. He's 13 years old. He should have been in school. A grieving family is left with questions after a 13-year-old driving a car was involved in a deadly crash. That teenager is now charged with vehicular homicide. Tonight, the victim's family in Nashville is remembering his life and asking how something like this could happen in the first place. Here's reporter Marissa Sulik. 
people remembered our dad. When the Cheatums think of their father, David Cheatum, they remember his compassion for his family and everyone. Our dad was the most healthiest 71-year-old man you would have ever met. He would ride a bike to work on snow days. And he took care of me. His wife, Janice, of 53 years, says David went to pick up tools at this O'Reilly Auto Parts down the street from their house on Nolensville Pike. I wanted to go with him, and he said, no, you just stay here and rest. You see, Janice is recovering from a heart transplant. He left at 8.42, and I noticed every 30 minutes, he always called to check on me. But when David didn't call, this time, she worried. So I picked up, and I called him, and I called him, and I called him and it started going to a recording. Little did she know this was the scene down the street, the scene after this moment. David Cheatham pulls out of the O'Reilly parking lot when a white car driven by a 13-year-old slams into him, his car crashing into that pole. After that, Janice got the call from police saying her husband was killed. It was so hard, I just lost. Why wasn't he in school? He is 13 years old. He should have been in school. While this family questions what happened, they remember this man, a man with compassion for others. If he'd have met this young man out on the street, he probably would have helped him. And the 13-year-old is facing charges in juvenile court. Police say the boy was fleeing the scene of another hit-and-run crash when that deadly wreck happened. That was the top story from the previous show. All right, that's the top story from the previous show from WBIR Channel 10 out in Nashville. And it does make you wonder how one got the car and kind of ended up crashing in to not only one, but two, which ended up having someone die in something that probably shouldn't have. All right, when we come back, a victim, a 57-year-old mother, single mother, was killed. Wait to find out how this one happened. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, 
Give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And, of course, now this podcast show, you can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and, of course, on Facebook, it's DistractedDB. You can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Type in the keyword DistractedDB. Here's a story from KTLA Channel 5 out here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound, where a victim was killed. A single mother, 57-year-old, was killed. An innocent bystander was killed. She was minding her own business. She was stopped at an intersection when someone who was street racing, ended up crashing into this 57-year-old mother, killing her, leaving her two kids without anyone really to take care of her. And I seen the video on KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. I want to say that something needs to be done because this was a a horrific crash. It was horrific. It didn't need to happen, and yet it still did. And again, this story comes from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. Corden, Rick, that's right. We are learning more about this victim. You can see a small memorial here marks the spot where this terrible crash occurred. Tonight, police are trying to track down all those involved. It was a horrendous collision that claimed the life of 57-year-old Colleen Wong who leaves behind a grieving family. Los Angeles police say two, possibly three cars were street racing on the 24,000 block of West Van Owen Street at Valley Circle just after four o'clock Friday afternoon. That's when one of the speeding drivers lost control and crashed into Colleen, who was stopped at the intersection. Police arrested a man at the scene on suspicion of street racing and driving under the influence. LAPD says they're searching for at least one other vehicle that fled the scene. Colleen was a single mother of two and a woman of faith, loved by her family and her community. Um, she, always, she was always like the most like energetic and outgoing person in the room. My dad and her were both uh, missionaries before, and then um, when my dad passed, like she uh, helped uh, start or join this uh, nonprofit whose purpose is to uh, like empower. Um, uh, like empower local people and in different nations to uh, spread the gospel. And my mom, especially like after my dad passed away, was like always my go-to person whenever I needed something like just to talk or whatever. And, and now like I don't have that. So I'm still just trying to like uh, process it. The family says they want the public to know that Colleen lived a life of service to others, especially those in need. And they say that she will be deeply missed. And if you come back to us live, we can tell you that LAPD is stepping up DUI enforcement 
following this crash and several others over the past few days. The department says that as of March 18th, fatal traffic collisions are up 35% year to date. And of course, as we know from this crash and so many others, the pain by the families left behind is just immeasurable. We'll have more on the story as it develops. For now, reporting live in West Hills, John Finolio, KTLA 5 News. All right. All right, and again, that story came from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. And I want to thank them for allowing me to use the sound. As of March 18th, fatal traffic collisions are up 35% year to date. 35% year to date. How many of those could have been avoided? How many of those didn't have to happen if somebody was not intoxicated behind the wheel, if they weren't a distracted driver, or if they were not high, or if they just were not, or if they were at least paying attention. If you were paying attention, it wouldn't happen. But here's a message that I have for people that keep doing this. Think about this. What if it was your mother your father, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your niece, your cousin, your nephew that was killed by somebody else that was doing this kind of drag racing or getting drunk behind the wheel or texting and driving. How would one feel then? You would be on the other side of the microphone, behind the cameras or in front of the other cameras, screaming, how could this happen? How can this happen? This is Something needs to be done. We've preached about this all the time. We've went to the city council. We've done this. We've done that. And yet it still continues to happen. So I think we need to look inward to find out if we're part of the problem or part of the solution. Myself, I think I'm part of the solution. I say let's step it up. Let's get the DAs to crack the books lock these guys up, and make examples. And I don't want to hear about, oh, the bleeding heart liberals going like, oh my God, because that young lady can't come back. Their parents or their kids are suffering, and nobody cares about them because it doesn't affect them. But once it starts affecting you, then you want change. Once it starts affecting you, you want justice. Well, let's get to justice for the people that are still here. The victim's family. That's all I'm saying. you got to step up. You have to step up in order to make it. All right. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. It's just heartbreaking. That story and more when we come back. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh... 
text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger, put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. Both of my stories today come from KTLA Channel 5 out here in Los Angeles. And again, you can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. And of course, you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword distracted DB. Here's a story that is so heartbreaking, and that's the title of it. It's just heartbreaking. Two best friends were struck and killed by a car in Lakewood in a crosswalk. These two were best friends. Both of them, the age of 24, both of them were killed on the same day doing the same thing. They were help, helping deliver need goods to their family members that were really staying home because of the COVID-19 quarantine stuff, even though that they are eligible to get out or they're authorized, I don't say authorized because that's the bad word, but they were, they were able to get out, but yet it didn't happen. And here's a story from KTLA Channel 5 in Los Angeles, and I want to thank them for allowing me to use the sound. Good evening. This accident is still under investigation tonight. And if you take a look right behind me, you can see family members lay flowers and candles where the victims were hit. Neighbors say there have been countless crashes in this area. They've started a petition to urge the city to add a stoplight. They've collected thousands of signatures. And now with this double fatal, that number is growing. Best friends Christine Yan and Isabel Zhang, both 24 years old, were walking in a crosswalk near Bloomfield Avenue and Lemming Street in Lakewood when they were hit by a car and killed the evening of March 12th. They wanted to bring food and clothes for my cousin who's expecting. Yan's cousin Elizabeth Hong rushed to the scene after getting a devastating call. Me and my two aunts, we just collapsed on the ground. We, we just fell onto the grass. Some of the stuff that Christine and Isabel were carrying, it was just kind of like scattered all over the street. Yan and Zhang had a lot in common. They were only children, both immigrated to the U.S. from China to attend college. The recent grads were planning to work together at an accounting firm. It was Yan's goal to provide for her parents. That was always her dream. And when she got her citizenship last year, that just made her so happy. Isabel was, um, you know, something, someone that 
was loved by our, our entire family. Zhang's sister-in-law, Emily Fu, says she and her brother were very much in love. This Sunday, they would have been, uh, you know, celebrating their uh, six-year anniversary of being together. But um, now, you know, we're, we're spending that time kind of planning her funeral. So Hong says they're still in the dark about what caused the crash. From what she knows, the driver stayed at the scene. They went to the crash site to set up a memorial. When we were standing at that intersection, um, people that lived in the neighborhood, you know, walked up to us and told us um, that that intersection was incredibly dangerous, that they had been asking the city for years to do something about it. It's just heartbreaking for my family and I to lose Christine. Um, I don't want, ever want any other family to go through this again. A GoFundMe page has been set up for Christine Yan to help her family with funeral expenses. We'll put a link on KTLA.com. Now, the city says they're planning to analyze traffic patterns and lighting to determine if there are unsafe conditions and if improvements can be made. Reporting live in Lakewood, I'm Kimberly Chang, KTLA 5 News, sending it back to you in the studio. All right, again, that story came from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. Okay, here's my message to Lakewood. Get off your freaking dead ass and get something done. That's the bottom line. Here it is. Countless number of people have went there and they have petitioned the city to do something about this. Put lights, stop signs, whatever the case might be. Why do you have to have daylight patterns already adjusted? Let's get these lights up. Let's get the studies up. You know, you say you want to do the studies. Find out where all the deaths have been, where all the hit and runs and things like this happen happening that's where you go that's where you concentrate and you still put a couple of law enforcement agencies out there i mean law enforcement officers out there and you go ahead and you have them watch the pattern look you can put up all the lights and all the stop signs that you want not guarantee it's going to help out because people have a tendency to run them anyways but now you get back to what I was saying a little bit earlier. You start to go ahead and you actually start arresting these people and letting the DAs actually, actually prosecute these people without pussyfooting around and giving them a slap on the hand because the victims, they can't come back. You understand that. They are not able to come back. And it just ticks me off that each and every time I do one of these podcast shows, somebody's doing some kind of study about this. Or there's a bleeding heart liberal lawyer that is getting these guys out of jail. How about getting the people that were killed back to life? If you can pull that magic trick, then we have something. But Lakewood, do something about it. And for the other cities that are around that need to pay attention, because you guys are not far from Lakewood. There is probably just as many deaths here in Temecula as there is in L.A. or San Diego on the side streets and stuff that people don't even really know about, but the victims and probably the perpetrators, they're the ones that happen to know. But something needs to be done, and it has to be done now. I just, for the love of me, I just don't understand why it takes forever to get something done. It just drives me crazy. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Don't be 
a city of Lakewood, people. Don't be that city. Do something about your hit and runs and DUIs. Get something done now. Remember, I don't want to die today. Do you? Put your cell phone in the glove box until you get to your destination. Until next time, be safe. I ran way over on the show. You know that? This show has gone over way too much.